Well, hey folks, I'm Dan. And I'm Alice. And today we're looking into the Aztec creation story. So, as is precedent for me apparently, I'll give my funny little disclaimers. At least her disclaimers are funny. Ah, it's because I make them funny. It's because mine are not on funny subject matters. This is true. First, I'm going to do my best to give correct information without misrepresenting it, but I am in no way an expert and thus may misinterpret or not explain things correctly. Second, I am trying to be sensitive and not dismissive of these beliefs because people actually believed in them and there are still people today who do have these people as ancestors even if there aren't as many as we would like. We should also not be dismissive and be sensitive about it because they are people who did live and believe in these things and that should be worth honoring their memory and legacy regardless of ancestors. Finally, I am doing my best in pronouncing things correctly, but I wish to preemptively apologize for my mistakes. Quite fair. So, if you find any issues or mistakes, please feel free to let us know and we will do our best to fix it. Aside from pronunciation, because this is as best as Dan can get. Yeah, I'm doing my best, guys. Let's now take a peek into the history of the Aztec civilization. The Aztec Empire was big. It took up what's now central and southern Mexico. And as a reminder, Mexico is the 14th largest country in the world and is 1.3% of the Earth's landmass. Yeah, so not small beans, you know? No. It flourished between 1300 to 1521 CE. This may not seem like such a long time since it is history and you've probably heard like, I don't know, the Egyptian Empire lasting for like 8,000 years, you know? But to keep in mind that this is 221 years, and as of 2022, the US has been a country for 246. So, in the year 2000, we had only lasted longer than the Aztec Empire by three years. And to be fair, they probably would have lasted longer if it weren't for those meddling Europeans and their viruses too. Hmm, this is very true. <laughs> under who the villain could be. Oh! Anyway, the Aztec Empire also had an estimated population of about 5 million people. That's no small amount, especially not back then. The Aztecs were also quite technologically advanced, making canals and aqueducts, not to mention chinampas, which were artificial islands for gardening. They were rectangular and fertile, set in shallow lake beds to allow for ideal moisture content, so they were very good for growing crops. Not only did they have these uh, constructions, they also had quite impressive astronomical and mathematical knowledge, likely from the close proximity to the remains of the Mayan civilization. Now onto the elements that we're specifically looking for, as we always do. Separation, succession, ascent of male over female, and dragon slaying. Huzzah! Woohoo! So, story time. The Aztecs believed there was a set of separate eras known as suns, and this is suns with a U and not an O. This was because each was given essentially a new sun whose <laughs> yeah, who's fire was fueled by a god sacrificing themselves. Hardcore. Yeah. They believed us to be, or themselves I suppose, to be on the fifth sun essentially. Each of the previous quote-unquote suns were lasting some length of years that was divisible by 52. 
they believed in 52 year cycles, which as an interesting parallel to how there are 52 weeks in a year, but I don't think they had the same weeks as us. And I believe it's because every 52 years, their calendar, which had certain deities for days and such, matched up again, because obviously it kind of like shifts. Fair enough. Yeah. A quick editor's note. So the Aztecs had two calendars, the 365-day agricultural calendar based on the sun and the 260-day ritual calendar. Dan was correct, though, as the agricultural calendar was broken up into 18 months and didn't have weeks, so far as I can tell, and the ritual calendar was broken up into 20 periods of 13 days. The 52-year cycle comes from when the agricultural and ritual calendars match up again, and you're back to where you started. Now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. So, this first era is called Four Tiger. I'm not planning on pronouncing a lot of the names since they are not too terribly important to understanding the story, but a god did sacrifice himself. Uh, in this time, there were giants who only ate acorns and ended when jaguars ate all of the giants. Interesting. Yeah. This era lasted 13 cycles, or 676 years. All I'm going to say is there should be a food theory about um, how giants could potentially survive by eating only acorns and how many they would have to eat, because I would be enthralled by this information. Well, you'd first have to know how big these giants are. And how big the acorns were. This is also true. Alright, so the second era. The sun was named for wind. And this was governed by a god you've probably heard the name of, Quetzalcoatl. That's how you say it. Sounds right. In this time, there were humans who only ate pinion nuts. This world ended up ending in hurricanes and floods. Some of the humans survived by staying at the tops of trees and became monkeys. I mean, to be fair, if you think about it, in the end, aren't we all just monkeys? Grinding out the same content for a I'm a monkey a with power? anxiety. Oh, what a mood. Anyway, so you may notice that this is somewhat similar to how in the Mayan story, the second edition of humans also became monkeys. And I'll add in again the whole Noah's Ark in the Bible. Yeah, and the various other flood stories, because floods are just a thing. This world also lasted for 13 cycles. The third era had the four rain sun. By the way, it is interesting how all of these have a four preceding them. This world was water-based, and it was led by the rain god. Who would have guessed? <laughs> These people who lived in this time ate seeds that grew in the water. Hmm. It ended with the previous ruler, Quetzalcoatl, making it rain fire and ash. Jealous much? <laughs> I mean, it could also be a parallel to, like, frickin' volcanoes. I would say it's called revenge. Just how it be sometimes. The survivors became turkeys, butterflies, or dogs. I want to see a scientist evolutionarily explain step-by-step step how a human could turn into a butterfly. And I'm serious on this. That would be incredible. I, I would love to be a butterfly. Just wait a few million years. I'm sure it could happen. This world lasted just seven cycles, or 364 years, which I know that this has nothing to do with, like, the amount of days in a year, but... So close to 365. Yes! <laughs> the fourth era had the Four Water Sun. It was ruled by the sister and wife, because they were the same as the Greeks, Thanks, I guess. Gods. Yeah, they don't have DNA. Incest isn't a problem. 
But yeah, so she was the wife of the last ruler. And, and her sister. Name... Yes, that too. These people ate maize, which is kind of like corn. The Aztecs also ate a lot of corn, so they are close. Very close. This world ended in a flood, and its people became fish. Love that. The yeah. evolution. I want to be a fish. This world, too, lasted 13 cycles. The fifth sun is the one that the Aztecs believed that they were living under. Before this one started, the gods gathered after all the floods, and they knew that one god had to sacrifice themselves to bring a son to this new world. There was hesitation amongst the gods who was going to jump into the bonfire. Then one god who I believe was somehow like meeker or something. Anyway, he threw himself in. Another god who had been waffling jumped in after him because he wanted to be the sun. But the other gods like knew that two suns would overwhelm the world. Fair point. Yeah. Don't want to be Tatooine. <laughs> So the other gods threw a rabbit at him. <laughs> Very funny. I love that. Yeah. So the latter god became the moon. Logic. Yeah. Which is why you can see the rabbit in the moon still today. Actual logic. Yeah. I would like to say, again, very funny. <laughs> Just have a rabbit thrown at you. Yeet! <laughs> I think it's a great strategy. Yeah. Second, I think I can actually see the rabbit in the moon, unlike how I have never figured out how to see the so-called man in the moon. Same. People are like, the man in the moon, and I'm like, excuse me? I think the trick is that he's in the moon, not on the moon. Anyway, so this era had the sun called Four Movement. It was, or is, I guess? I'd say it depends on how you interpret uh, everything that happened post-2016, because I feel like that was a transition to a new era. Hmm. <laughs> Food for thought. <laughs> but it's ruled by the sun god Tonatieh. This sun was prophesized to end in earthquakes and the people being eaten by sky monsters. Definitely not something I'd want to happen to me. I feel like the pandemic counts as a sky monster. <laughs> air, sky, the same difference. <gasps> Given the earthquake prep I've been doing at my college, I mean, there was just an underwater volcano, but I feel like that counts. Big sad. The Aztecs considered themselves to be the people of the sun, and to prevent this end, they believed that it was their duty to nourish the sun god through sacrifices and blood offerings. Oh, well, now you know where it comes from. Yeah. If they didn't do this, they believed it would cause the sun to disappear from the sky. Due to this theory, 7,000 years ago, and I saw an eclipse, I would probably immediately panic. KO. Game over. Very similar to how, if I were someone living at some point in ancient Egypt, I would also panic. So, that was the end. Now, to be annoying once again, Let's look at the elements and how they appear in the story. You call analysis annoying, I call it informative. That's yeah. why my scripts are so long. So, first, separation. The thing that is very obvious for polytheistic religions. There are many different gods. Always very easy to spot. Plus, in this story, they also have history separated into five different eras, including their own. 
and each of these times was very distinct, not just by the separate ruling gods, but also just environmentally, as you may be able to tell. So, very clear elements of separation. I'd very say nice. that one's checked. Yeah. Then there's succession. With this, there are different gods who rule over Earth and are sacrificed to be the sun. Mark that down as a kinda. With the ascent of male over female, it doesn't really show the quote-unquote ascent, but there does seem to be a heavy bias towards male gods ruling or being sacrificed to become the sun, so there does seem to be some sort of supremacy belief, but there's no explicit rise, it's just there. Aside from the sunrise, that is. Sure. Finally, dragon slaying. I personally wouldn't really say that there's much dragon slaying here. There's clearly contention of the gods who wants to rule and who wants to be the sun or whatever, but there's no clear enemy to defeat as far as I can tell. You know, fair enough. Yeah. The real dragon they had to slay was who the heck was going to go into the sun that last time. <laughs> Decision making. It's hard for us all. Well, thanks for listening, folks. And we'll catch you next time. Yeehaw.